Howdy there, folks. Welcome to the Black Pants Legion podcast. We are back, and uh, here we go again. Today, I'm joined by Mike, who on occasion I forget and feel bad about. Hi, Mike. Hello. And my other roommate, Mr. Goat, the guy who is currently suffering from lack of antihistamines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's suffering. It's okay. I gave you some grandpa's cough medicine, so you'll be just fine. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So here we go again. It's time to play the movie game. As per usual, we will now read a series of movie titles. We need an audience that's like cheering right now. Uh, yeah. Studio audience. Yeah, studio audience. Clap. Wow. Clap or die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will now read a series of movie titles and try to come up with movies based on these half-baked ideas. Plot lines, if we can, and even themes and scoring, as appropriate. If this sounds like a bad idea... Keep in mind, Canon Films used to make up movie posters and sell them as movies and then make the movie afterward. Mm -hmm. However, this has one twist. I've taken actual film titles, some of which I've seen, some of which I've never heard of, and some of which are actually okay movies. And we're going to try to come up with better movies from these absurd titles alone. Okay. And again, context is everything. Thank you, WDA779, for compiling much of this list on IMDb. The rest are taken from random internet searches for nonsensical movie titles. The first movie, and this is a real movie, mind you, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> Goat's like, there's like math floating in front of his face. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's like, the, okay, okay, Mr. Megorium's one. Okay, um, it's it's like, okay, the movie starts... And it's like rain pouring through this alleyway. Yeah. And this guy's trying to get out of the rain. He's like, oh, man, my umbrella blew the wrong way. And he stumbles into a door. Oh, no. And it's a bunch of yeah, just fucking overdone gadgets. Yes, it's all gadgets. And there's an old man. He's like, hello, I'm working on my new time clock. Would you like to browse my Wonder Emporium? Yes. And then it's just this very disjointed musical and the outro theme for the when the credits roll, it's just glue some gears on, on it and call it steampunk. No, I like the idea that it's uh, it could be like an anthology of short stories in this emporium with different people coming in. And buying with, random stuff. Buying stuff that's like... Yeah, my, my marriage is going terrible I'm just, and I'm going to buy this umbrella and then it somehow fixes it. No, no, no. Even better. He's like, okay. Have him be an actual, for some reason, lost in time, Victorian-era store. So some guy's like, I'm I'm having problems with my wife. Do you have anything for that? And he's like, oh, you seek vigor pills. And it's just cocaine. It's like <laughs> cocaine drops. Yeah. He comes back and he's like, I've lost 20 pounds and I fuck my wife all the time. She loves me. And he's like, ha ha, these patented energy drops will do the thing. And the movie ending is him getting taken away by police. <laughs> the DEA just, <laughs> the DEA blows the doors. It's like, FBI, get down. <laughs> Oh man, all those poor dogs. Um, no, that's ATF. Uh, yeah. So, no, I like the idea of it being like an anthology of multiple short stories, where it's like, uh, it's like I, I need an umbrella because it's always raining all the time. Whenever I get off work, I just need an umbrella. He's like, well, this umbrella will protect you from rain as long as you have it open. And then he pulls up the umbrella, and it just stops raining. Oh, I like that. And then it, it, he, like that. he he takes and closes the umbrella. It just continued like no rain for like two weeks. And then he, the umbrella, every, he's like, okay, well, I want, there has to be some rain because everything's drying up. He's like, well, you didn't want rain. 
<laughs> you shouldn't so have opened the umbrella. <laughs> so it starts a drought? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's so like, it's all these horrible things that happen because he's just... It, it's somewhat like unexplained magic, which I like in some stories where it's like, it's clearly magical, but you don't explain how. Yeah, like white people still go to Wachowski movies. <laughs> oh, we all, we all know why that is. They're, they're all the same people who still wear Jinkos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Okay, next, next is uh, Love Actually. Uh, that sounds like a movie made by an android. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Love, <laughs> comma, Actually. No, there's no comma, just Love Actually. So, love, comma, actually. Actually. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, go hit it. The Reddit love story. No. Okay, in the intro, it's got, like, some quirky music. Yes. It shows a guy browsing Reddit. Thanks for gold, kind stranger. Yeah, yeah. It shows a guy (laughs) browsing Reddit. And he's 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 just got like the fucking glasses with no with no lenses in them, and he's sitting there with his like fucking oh yeah yeah soylent yeah he's 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 trying to open a soylent and he's like <laughs> and and then it shows him going on Reddit on his MacBook and he's he's like you know work his mouse pad is like a little Zen garden or something and he's like let's see what knowledge there is today and he goes in and he just starts writing actually he's he's that guy on reddit and 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 he gets all these upvotes and he meets another girl who actually is his actuallys yes and they fall in love and he actually has to fuck a woman <laughs> if we're gonna do a love story for internet people and also the- that that sounds like a movie you'd make and it would be like current for like three years and then people would watch it like 10 like, years later f- and like yeah what the fuck what were you it? thinking like that's uh, a- <laughs> the ages before drone email if we're doing a love story for internet people the only correct answer is you have a channer Falls in love with a Tumblr girl. Oh, oh, that's nice. Both of you know, both of them are like fresh, sexually frustrated and lonely. They have these warped, fringe political views, and they all have obsessive fandom interests. Yeah, well, that that book was called The Confederacy of Dunces. It's been done, but for the modern era, I think Ignatius Riley would work fine. It's it's a fantastic book. It's, okay. It's, no, and it 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 predates hugely the internet Do you, era. Is it a book? You like you open it and then there are like words on yeah. the page. Yeah. The okay, but is the paper? But, but no, the, but is for a modern for a modern yeah. era that story would work fine because it's about this Asbergian slothful dude who is engaged in these written diatribes, and I'm like, this is a modern story. Mm-hmm. It, it's timeless, and that's that's what. Sorry. Okay. Not, no, that's that's what kind of grabbed me. All right. Stop, or my mom will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> A buddy cop movie, okay, yeah. where it's a little kid and his mom cop. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, or it's like a stop, but my mom was yeah. Shoot. Or it's like a toddler and he's in like the baby carrier thing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, because in the eighties there was all those baby movies, like three men and a baby, baby, I, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. Baby geniuses and all those other weird ass movies. Oh, don't speak too soon. That's on the list. Oh, um, God. So what? No, no. Okay, stop or my mom will shoot. Okay, you've got this hard boiled cop with like gray in the temples. Yeah, and he's just doing the Max Payne dialogue. Yeah, and he's like, he's just going around being really judgmental. He's like, give me a hot dog, and they're like, 
All I got is relish. And he's like, relish is not a topping for a hot dog. And he's just so fucking grim. You know, they're like. But he still have the, ba- the no, toddler no, voice? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Let me finish. Okay. So he's sitting there and he goes into the captain. They're like, well, we, we got to give you. We got to give you a new partner. And he's like, you know me. I work alone. And they're like, well, because of the senior citizen program, we, we can't fire people for being old. That's ageist. And welcome to your new partner. And it's his mom because he'd been berating his mom to get out of the house more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so it's his mom. And she comes out and she's like, oh, my boy, I'm so proud. You're a chief detective. And everyone's like, no. And they're all giving him shit like, oh, your mom's so nice. She brought us baked goods. And, they, and you know, he's like, shut the fuck up. So she was doing all the hard boiled stuff. Yeah. Right? And like I'd cast Bruce Willis. In that. You, you'd find out his mom was actually a Green Beret sniper. Yeah. She's a really good <laughs> shot. She she was yeah. like, she was in World War Two and and all oh, this. No no I would no cast- no she she no she doesn't have military experience. She just like really good. She's just a really practiced shot like catch. Yeah yeah no no. So oh my god. Okay. That's my yeah, yeah yeah. We just ca- okay we cast catch and drag for that one. Sure. <laughs> so so here's oh okay cast Bruce Willis is the cop and his mom's Betty White. Oh that would be nice. And she's like, oh, those hooligans are shooting at me. And she like fucking just starts drilling people. And she's like, wow, it's just like the video games. <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds like something they would really make. Yeah, that sounds and it would be it would not be nearly as funny as our idea. Not to say that we're funny people, but I mean, it would be a movie I probably wouldn't watch. Uh, OK, this is a real film. This is a real film. I've not seen it. Metal Storm, the destruction of Jared Sin, spelled S-Y-N. Isn't, isn't Metal Storm that, like, gimmicky weapons platform that Correct. they take off? Yes. Metal Storm. The Metal destruction Storm. of Jared Sin. I, I'm just imagining a giant hurricane with fucking sheet metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that sounds that sounds like one of our movies. Sheet metal hurricane. <laughs> That's what I'm just imagining. It's like a bunch of Reynolds rap just flying around. Oh, no, no, no. They're like, the hurricane's blowing into the plant. Oh, is it a refinery? Worse. It's the sheet metal factory of the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> sheet metal hurricane. Oh, my God. And all you hear is wind and... <laughs> you got you have to have that guy there's always that guy who dies in those movies in like the most horrible way and they do it for like the shock factor but it's always a guy who gets killed in like what was that like volcano the guy was like i'm gonna toss the kid over like molten lava in a train and so he jumps into the lava and he throws it he's like oh as he's slowly dying and i'm like but that's not how lava works no no it'd just be a flash yeah yeah like it's just, <laughs> yeah. as you, before you even touch it, you just get closer. Yeah, yeah and they were like walking across like our, their shoes were melting. And I'm like, no, there would be fire. Yeah, no, it, it'd just be like smoke. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, that's not very cinematic, but it'd be great. No, if they were like, oh, there's a bunch of kids down there in the subway. I'm like, well, if you really want to be the hero and go down there and die, go ahead. But they're lobsters now. There's no way. Yeah, no, there's too much heat trapped in an enclosed environment. But yeah, sheet, sheet metal hurricane. And there's that guy who like who's like trying to run away and it's like right behind him. Yeah. And it just goes. Ah, ah, sh- ah, sh- ah, sh- 
Yes. So <laughs> and they go, oh my God. Like they didn't expect to see that, but they're all thinking what we're all thinking. Wow, that was fucking cool. So Metal Storm, <laughs> the sequel. Uh, okay, Metal Storm would be a sequel to our version of Love Actually. And it's that guy and he's like, I've finished my screenplay. And it's him trying to get it sold online. And every time he my starts ki- back trying to publish Indiegogo. it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, he starts a Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And, and every time he starts talking about it, it's actually acted out. And it's this horribly edgy cyberpunk game and he's like my character's name is metal storm and he's out to hunt <coughs> the sin guy i already deleted I'm this, this sounds a lot like sin, gentleman yeah. broncos yeah 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 sounds but, a lot like gentleman broncos but probably worse no i, I like gentleman broncos uh, uh, yeah i love it i love that movie okay uh crossing delancey I don't know what this movie is, so we we have a total blank uh, slot. Cro- crossing Delancey. Yeah, Crossing Delancey. Crossing is in pissing him off, or I don't know. We're gonna go. With is that. there like a gap in space somewhere, and you have to cross the Delancey? I don't know what that is. I'm immediately going sci-fi with my idea. All right, Mike, hit us hit us with your Crossing Delancey. I, I'm just imagining it's like this giant metal bridge that they have to get supplies over because they don't have like, all the sh- all the spaceships on this planet were like they left. And so they don't have, they're all stranded there. And so one place refines and creates all the food and medicine, and it's across this giant gap called the Lancy. Unfortunately, the bridge starts to, to gain a, like a sag in the middle from old age, and they're like only one man who can cross the Lancy. And it's the guy who is the grandfather of the guy who found the, the chasm, the Johnny Delancey. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, okay. See, I can make horrible movies, man. It's easy. Yeah, it is. Okay. Canon films. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm I'm going off a name alone. That's all I could think of. Go, you got an idea for uh, Crossing to Lansing? I was thinking like one of those Ocean's Eleven's movies, but it's all these like really elaborate plots, but it's it's just to piss this one guy off. Oh, so just to cross yes. the Lancey. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Like he's super OCD, and they're just doing all these little sh- things that add up and just drive him fucking nuts by the end of a day. Okay, okay. It's I, an Adam Sandler film. It would. That's no. Like <laughs> it does. Oh no, he's crossing the Lancey. He's like, did somebody poop their pants? <laughs> you know, that's how I talk. <laughs> okay, my my version of crossing the Lancey is it's a bunch of old folks in an old folks home mm. and uh as they're sitting around one guy is gonna get even with mr delancey who's always first in line for like banana pudding and they they want to cross him but it ends up getting crazier and crazier because you've got all these old dudes who've lived all these different lives you know so mm-hmm. there's like one guy who's a chemist and one guy who is like a world war ii vet and they like come together like an ocean's 11 uh-huh but it's in an old folks home and and i've got to get ahead of him in line yeah, next they're time like, they're like this may be the last <laughs> thing we do <laughs> and they they come up with this huge heist and they end up just switching his pills out in the end like this, this huge <laughs> or, or the world war ii guy just slits his throat and he's like, "Oh, that well, you went a little too far, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> take that, Tojo. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god!" And it becomes like a weekend at Bernie situation where oh they have to like keep Delancey alive. Oh. So here's here's the next one. <laughs> here's here's the next one. The Legend of the Guardians: colon, The Owls of Gahul. The Legend of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahul. I, the colon is there because they had to use the twice. That's the only reason why it's there, because they could have just been like the Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul. There's a, no, the thought is too much. See, this is a terrible title. I know this movie was not in theaters. You, you know how I can tell? How I can tell when a movie was direct to DVD in my head. 
because <laughs> no, the way I do is I act like I'm in line at the movie theater and they're like, sir, how can I help you? And you go two for blah. And I cannot imagine any human person being like, yeah, two for Gahul. Uh, old people at, at shopping malls. I want to see the owl movie. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't even like ask what movies they're like. They just point. They don't, they grunt and then they get a ticket and they go in there and they fall asleep. All right, so the Alza Gahul, it would be a fantasy story. Yes. And there's a guy who's a wizard, and he walks into town, and and uh, he dies. And as he dies in his hand, he's got this, this like, note, and it's like prophecy, and the town reads it, and it says, beware the owls of Gahul, and no one knows what to do about it. And they have to train another wizard to keep the owls at bay because at night the hooting it starts and but they're but then they kill the owls and they have a rat infestation people yeah, like it but, it, but it wasn't worse. they weren't actual like animal owls it's just the name of this fucking bandit gang <laughs> oh the owls of gahool <laughs> there's this bandit gang that we are the owls of gahool <laughs> we strike at night <laughs> oh man that's actually pretty neat yeah the i was owls, thinking in my yeah. head like uh the old wizard comes to town he's like you must battle the owls of gahool and he's like by what means should we fight sword Shall we lance them? And they're like, with the only kind of battle they know how to fight, music. And they all have to form a band. Like the town people have to come together and form a band of, to like have a battle of the bands against the Owls of Gahul. Oh, so the Owls of Gahul come every so often to have a battle of the bards. Yes. In this town. Absolutely. So, so okay, so Jack Black has to be in it. Yes, yeah. he's of course. like he, he's, he's and like, it's 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 all like tongue in cheek. So they of course come up with like medieval fucking metal guitars and yes. shit. <laughs> I have made an iron fiddle. Iron hurdy gurdy. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. No, you would have Tenacious D in it. That would basically just be a Tenacious D movie. Yeah, yeah. which are great if yes. other people write them. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I'm All not right. trying to be mean. They're really creative guys. No, yeah. It's, it's just like they you, you need to have a guy who goes, okay, you're in this movie, but this is not your movie. Yeah, let them just go nuts, and then you say, Here are the, here's the situation you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. It's, it's like having an improv coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus two people in a room just making up ideas. Yeah. And, and you know, that'd be fun. Okay, next one is, I think, a straight-to-TV movie, Not Without My Daughter. <laughs> What? Not Some without. kind of family drama. <laughs> not not without my daughter. Oh my god, that could go in so many fucked up ways. I know that's all, so all right, bad. All right. Not without my daughter. Um, the sequel to but I poop from there. Uh, yeah, no, so, he's just like it, a cat like, is fine too. You got to go to the colonoscopist now without my daughter. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> No. Okay, let's make this movie better. We're sending um, you downrange, not without my daughter. What? <laughs> no. So, okay, let, let's make this movie better. Daddy, war is cool. <laughs> okay. My my idea is it's it's a it's a tongue in cheek to- documentary about Karens. Oh wow. Yeah, and oh, so it's, no. it's that would be a perfect title for that. Yeah, and and the and, Karen culture, not without my daughter. Yeah, not without my daughter. It's about Karen culture, and it's I I, I would have it be done by the some same people who did um, a Mighty Wind and Best in Show, and you know that group of people that make mockumentaries like Spinal Tap yeah. and what have you. I'd have them doing about Karens, and it's about the uh, soccer mom world championship. Hmm. And it's just this Karen convention. It just shows all these increasingly super entitled upper middle class women 
with uh, their attachments, a.k.a. their children, who they live <laughs> vicariously through because they are empty voids inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That yeah. sounds like a real, that sounds like an actual real winner there. Yeah. Okay. I've seen this next movie, so I will be quiet. But um, The World According to Garp. What? The World According to Garp. Garp, G-A-R-P? Correct. What the fuck is Garp? It sounds like something made in the 70s, early 80s. Like if we're talking The World According Rob, to Robin, Garf, and it's just like a it, this, it, 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 this it's, surreal it's, movie through the lens of Garfield. Oh, no. No, it's, it's, it's a Robin Williams movie. Yeah. I, I've got nothing. I don't know. It's like some... I'm not I, look <laughs> when it when it comes to Robin Williams I I really don't I I really don't get it. Robin but. Williams plays some sort of like mentally handicapped guy called Garp and it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how he sees the world. Oh god, that's a lot darker than the actual movie. <laughs> What's the actual movie? Oh, the actual movie is it's it's just a guy and he has some zany adventures and stuff and his name is Garp. And, and no, but I like your idea of a guy. Yeah, like his real name is like I don't know Gabriel or somebody. You can just Garp. Like it's, <laughs> it's real, like not even like to make fun. Just like it's really sad. No, okay, I have an idea for it. What? It's set in the eighties. It's a celebration of early D and D at people's houses. Yeah, who are all these guys who work in game stores in the early eighties? Uh-huh. Okay, early and mid eighties. Back back before game stores were trading card stores. Back before game stores were forty k only stores. Back when game stores were RPG books and then other weird shit. Because game stores back then uh, would have, like, giant weird shit for sale. Like, Dragon Magazine stuff. You'd have, like, incense holder, dragon-shaped, and just all sorts of weird stuff on the walls. And there'd always be, like, you know, VHSs or Sony Betamax of, like, Star Trek on TVs and shit. Mm -hmm. And it's it's about this guy, the world according to Garp. That's his character as a dumb barbarian. Uh, Garp. 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 Punch. And and so it's it's an endless series of these people's adventures in their boring day to day life, where it just shows them working at you know like a fucking Kinkos, working at like a Walmart, working at a community college, just kind of. And they're imagining what if Garp was here? Yeah, and 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 they they start to live. You see the the adventure action parts played out by different people who are their characters. And then you see their real life and they start to just kind of interweave like their characters seem to come out of them in many ways when they're in social situations. So like the guy who's a English uh, master's student who's also a TA at the local community college, he um, he he plays Garp. You know, and he's yeah. like Garp smash, and and so I Garp acquire multiple felony charges. Yeah, so he starts to live through his character, which helps him to be more outgoing rather than this kind of nervous guy. Huh. And so you see everyone start to live through their character, and it shows how these people using D and D characters to explore inner parts of their personality, subsume parts of their personality. It helps them kind of break out of their box, and it'd be kind of a feel good movie, but also a comedy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it it can definitely turn into that, but I mean, you're sitting with people who love curse shit, so yeah, okay, yeah. Well, Mike is very cursed. I'm, yeah. Okay. Next up, they shoot horses, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do shoot horses. What absolutely. is this about a bunch of kids trying to find out what's going on in the glue factory? <laughs> do you think the the glue factory has like a horse firing squad in the square where they're just like? Bah, bah, bah. I, I'm, I think it. I think it's happened at least once before. Well, I'm sure. 
but <laughs> they, they blindfolded they him blind, his cigarette. Yeah, they, just put, oh. no, they just put a carrot in his mouth. <laughs> That's very Looney Tunes. I like that. Do you have anything to say? Nay! <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That, that sounds like... Uh, actually, that sounds like a sequel to the Nickelodeon TV show, Hey Dude. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You remember? Okay. In the yeah, 90s, I, 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 there was this TV I, yeah. show called Hey Dude, and it was a bunch of boring teenagers hanging out at a ranch. Dude ranch, yeah. And they they were all like, it was all supposed to be like, teenagers doing stuff in Texas. That's the whole premise of the show. They just do stuff there. What they Wow, do, totally radical. Pretty much. So I just imagine that would be the like the modern sequel, like oh they shoot horses. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I they just like say. come around back and they just see their grandpa, like oh it's not the horse. I remember his kids. We used to like him. Yeah, yeah me too. Got a boom bound. <laughs> so, so they shoot horses, don't they? Is, yeah. Is either the alternative <laughs> is the alternative title to War Horse? <laughs> or um, okay, okay, this is gonna be cursed, but imagine imagine the intro it's it's your standard like jump scare intro where it shows somebody like with a really low light source and you hear the breathing in the darkness and they're like <sighs> you know and they're crawling through a vent yeah and and you hear <laughs> and the guy's like oh, oh, oh and he puts the light out and it's like every summer the horses started to act a little strange <laughs> and you hear like a horse and you see a kick and it like kicks a guy's face in and then it's like the town people of Okeechobee, Oklahoma, have lived in fear every summer. And it's like tremors, but with horses. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Like, well, there's like a horse that bursts out of a lady's chest, like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just horses. Yeah. Like, like I like it, that. Yeah. That would be a fun little uh, grindhouse. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Chattanooga Choo Choo. Chattanooga Choo I've seen that one. Yeah, so have I. But let's make it better. Oh, I haven't seen it. So it's it's a train robbery thing, but okay. it's it's all a bunch of but it's like you know modern Chattanooga. So it's a bunch of like strung out and methed out fucking <laughs> poor people yes. in a trailer park or something, and they they just get really high and watch a bunch of Western movies. Like, yeah, we're gonna rob the train. It's just oh, like some, and it's, it's like a, a CSX train with coal in it or something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So they're yes. they're like, we're gonna do a train robbery and retire. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds like Trailer Park Boys right there. Yeah, but really more fucked up. Yeah, way more fucked up. Like they're like several of them die. Yeah, like they like, try to jump onto the train and it's like, yeah, you get stuck between like a sign or something, and you're like, oof, yeah. yeah. Like they they put the lady in the motorized wheelchair. They put her on the train tracks. They're like, the train will have to stop, and then we can rob it. And it just plows her over. <laughs> She's like, she, she just this like morbidly obese lady stuck on the She's train. She's like, train. help, help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even honk because it doesn't see her. It's like, it's, it, it, it explodes like that time they put TNT in that whale. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> way more than a human body would contain. And so then, it's just like extra. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the guy, the guy uh, in the train is like, I hit a deer. <laughs> Yeah, when they stop, it's like dripping on like four cars back, and they're like, "What kind of deer did you hit?" It was a really big one, <laughs> really fat one. <laughs> and there's Walmart bags and the smashed up. Bags. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you the, you get cut to the guy on the the engineer in the train. He just like looking. He's like, "Is that a lady on the thing?" He's like, "Yeah," and then increases. He's like, 
<laughs> no, he increases the throttle, and there's settings where it shows like car, school bus, uh, <laughs> deer, yeah. and then it shows the person of calories. Yes, yeah, person of calories. Oh my god, that's good. You'll okay, see. my take, my take on Chattanooga Choo Choo is it would be okay. Okay, we we get we would have to get the right director for this, but it would be it would be a fake history, much like the Grand Budapest, much like um, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. It would be a fake history of the competitor to the Charleston Shoe in Chattanooga. Oh no! Yeah, and it would show these people in this like fucking horrible coal dust smoky factory that are like the underdogs. To the candy game and it's about their struggles on the factory line and there'd be like subplots about like unionization and strike breaking like they have to call the pinkertons out and they shoot a guy and he falls into the taffy machine so he's like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and when it comes out they're like this is the most delicious candy ever and then they find out the real secret yeah, the re- they they find out big candy has always been putting people in the, in the just a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Bit. <laughs> so they start retiring people to the candy. Yeah. Oh no. That would be good. They have like little candles around the vat, and they're like, "Amidio," it's like like they lower them in. Yeah, they're doing like Latin for some reason. I, I and then you have the <laughs> other like members of the candy mafia, you know, the industrial candy council or something. Yeah, and it shows them all sitting around a table. And they're all like, this new Chattanooga choo-choo bar is way greater than we ever established. And it goes, we here at Toblerone are thinking of something different. Our, our, we had a break in one of our factories, and it required us to change our design. And it shows the old Toblerone bar, which yeah. was like a cube. And it's like, you see them pouring millions of tons of stuff into like a steel vat, and then these hydraulics compress it all down <laughs> into a cube. And then there's a break one day, and it makes triangles, and they're like, go with it. Yeah, <laughs> just go just with it. Ha- make it happen. Yeah. Well, I like the idea where it's like, as they're lowering that person into the vat, and they're doing the Latin thing. He does like the 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 Catholic uh, sign for, for genuflection. Yeah, yeah, they do that. But at the last point, he pulls out a Jolly Rancher and puts it in his mouth. <laughs> oh, like a communion wafer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's just like she was one of the best line workers we've ever had. She'll be a great candy bar. And they oh, and they it they sh- call it they call it Rudith. <laughs> so yeah, it would be it'd be like a joke on the candy companies. Yeah. All right. Next is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Now I know this movie. I know. Well. I, I know. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yes. But my here's here's my take because we're just taking the title and spinning yeah. it off. It's okay. a Fast and the Furious sequel. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. You just you could totally do that. You have the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car, and then you have everyone doing like their break this fucking uh, faster than light travel Nas button. Because if you watch the original Fast and the Furious movies and watch how fast everything's going by their car windows, the only way you do that is if you're breaking the fucking light barrier. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they make they make because these cars are not that fast. Yeah, you can't. Well, not not this even is, this that. is like a college. I just graduated college. And <laughs> it I, looks like the the streaks of stars from fucking Star Trek no, when they're in blue shift, right? Yeah. So, but here's the thing: is like okay. But you have Chi Chi Bang Bang, and it's just like fucking like drifting around corners and shit. Well, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, but getting into that fucking too fast, too furious, all that nonsense. You, yeah. You have these guys who are taking a car, a car that has like one point six two liter four yeah. banger, 
And and they go, yeah, we'll just put these giant mufflers and fucking body kits on it. And they're like, yeah, I can do a 10-second quarter mile. And I'm like, no, it can't. No, it no, can't. It can't. Because the only four-cylinder cars I can know that do like a 10-second quarter mile are like million-dollar rally cars. They have they're like, but I have NAS. And they press a little button, and you see that little fucking animation where it goes down into the engine, and then there's an explosion. Yeah. And then they're like all of a sudden breaking the fucking light barrier. Yeah, there's, there's a thing that you put NAS on. It's called a 350, uh-huh. and it's a V8. And, and and you can take 350, 400 horsepower and turn it to six, 700 horsepower briefly. And that, that makes a 10-second car. But if you have this, like, fucking grandma's leftover hatchback. And you're <laughs> Honda like, Civic. Yeah, just, I'm going to take this Honda Civic and make a 10-second car. And I'll be like, you know what? Uh, one, of, one of the best mechanics <laughs> I ever knew put it, in, put it in a brilliant way. He said two things about Fast and the Furious. He said, one, anything can be a 10-second car once <laughs> he said two he's like every time those movies come out i am swimming in money because people will go out there and be like yeah i'll need this nos and they'll come in and be like my car no run right <laughs> and he's like well uh everything is uh destroyed <laughs> <laughs> yeah everything in the engine is fused uh, it is all just a giant block of metal now <laughs> no he he I, I loved him as a mechanic because he he spoke like obama he had yeah. these pauses and he was a genius level mechanic yeah i mean he was a rolls royce certified mechanic he was a mercedes silver certified mechanic he had in his waiting room three walls of certifications mm-hmm. like he'd been a mechanic forever yeah and people came in and i heard him talking to one of these too fast too furious guys you know he's like yeah i did this and i did that and he's like all right uh you've spent eight thousand dollars adding uh, about uh 40 horsepower and you've turned a car that should last for uh 30 years uh, delivering uh, reliable and adequate uh, service, and you've turned it into a car that very briefly uh, mimics the performance of a $5,000 car with a V8. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they just got so butthurt. And he's yeah. like, well, this magazine, he goes, uh, yes, uh, the people in that magazine uh, do not own any of these vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Journalists love to do that shit. Well, of course, they have like 20, 30 grand of donated parts. And they're like, look how quickly we yeah. can make this thing go. The and journalists like, are going to floor it and drive it like they don't own it because they don't own it. Well, it's not only that. It's it's something Jeremy Clarkson said in Top Gear. Uh, the world's fastest car is a rental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's true. So, no. Okay. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. So you have a Fast and the Furious movie and it shows all these people. And they're like, <laughs> they're, they're like. They call me Gasser because all I use is NOS. Oh, and then man. Like, and then you see another guy and they like, they call me Anvil because I put the hammer down. And everyone's got all these fucking tricked out cars. And then they're like, they call me Reginald because that was my father's name. And he's got <laughs> like uh, a 1924 Bentley straight eight. <laughs> and, he's, and, and so it shows everyone at the fucking lights and they're all like nodding to each other. You know, they're all like, yeah, all right, let's have a good race. We're racing for pink slips. And they're all like, yeah, we're going to do that. And it shows like the girl with a like really bad boob job where it's got yeah. like the four feet of separation yes. in the middle. And yeah. They walk out with while she's standing up. Yeah. Well, well and they, they do the, the terrible like walk out there in short shorts yeah. and the high heels. She's like, everybody ready? Eh? And there's all these people on a street that's seemingly abandoned in a major city for some reason.
season. Yeah. And then it shows Reginald on the end. And he's like, he pulls his goggles down and he's yeah. got the giant elbow it, length gloves on and it, a scarf. And he's got the, the big fucking driver's coat yeah, made out he, of fur. And he's like, Telly who chaps first to the end of the street, what? And he, <laughs> and he smokes them. Yes. And there's just a bunch of fucking steam pouring out. He's like, I say that there's no replacement for displacement. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. These gentlemen come at me hat in hand, as it were, asking me to proceed with reckless victuals upon the streets of our fair city. I wrecked them. <laughs> See, these uh, someone like that would love the word yeet. Huh. Yeah. I say, you have been yeeted, sir. <laughs> you got, know he would absolutely love he's got, that. He's got, like, the assistant driver. Because, yeah. you know, two-man racing teams. Get the assistant driver who's like, well said, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I say, let's have a spot of rum while these malcontents hustle their barely functional motor cars. <laughs> what is that, plastic? <laughs> I say, oh, your terrible motor cars made in Japan. <laughs> wow, mine was handed. Mine was hand built by the mintable uh, by the finest Pittsburgh steel. <laughs> motor cars should be made of steel and wood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember seeing wood panel cars. Yeah. So okay, the next one is the end of the affair. The end of the affair? That's what that's yeah, I have no idea what that movie is. That sounds like a divorce. Or somebody <laughs> ending an affair because they're because they actually find fulfillment in their marriage again. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, it's over. And the lady's like, Sounds what? like a lazy title for yeah. like a Hallmark movie because yeah. they're like, We don't want to come up with some fancy just just let, let, let people know exactly what this is about. End of the affair. Why why don't you just show what it's really like where you have like married people who get bored three years in and and, and then she's they, just three years in yeah and then, <laughs> yeah and then they go to like, some don't even wait that long <laughs> no and then it shows you know, it's basically an ashley madison commercial yes where it's like i love my husband who's deployed in iraq time to fuck everybody yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh man that it, movie would never make it the tv no and, so and, many people angry yeah because it's because it's life. true yeah and then and then you have the guys who take advantage of that i'm the not just laying, yeah, yeah i'm not just laying blame Jody's. on the women i'm showing the the guys on the other end who are like yeah yeah before this major military conflict that was nobody but now i'm the pinball king of the horse <laughs> oh my god no that, that would be good the, what's the end of the affair uh, five uh, five six <laughs> no no her husband comes back and yeah because that was yeah, yes and, it, and then it shows the the uh, guy who is like cheating on him and he and, and he gains like 800 pounds because he starts playing mmos oh Oof. God, this sounds like a biopic. It doesn't sound like a fucking funny movie. <laughs> I, I didn't say it had to be funny. Um, next or one. Good. That's so way too real. Next one is Sharky's Machine. Sharpie's Machine? Sharky. Sharky. It's a Burt Reynolds movie. I'll be right back. It's a loan shark, and he makes a robot that fucking bust <laughs> that collects for him. So, so it's, it's like, like... Go on, Sharky. <laughs> okay, okay. I... <laughs> Okay, hold on. So, it's it's some guy, and um, he's it, it's okay. He's like, he's, I can't collect on all these fucking losers at once. Yeah. So he's he's uh, he's got a loan sharking operation, right? And everyone calls him Sharky because he's the best loan shark. 
And then, like, uh, after he collects on some guy, he, like, falls down the stairs and busts his legs. And they're like, you won't walk for six months, Shock. I got got all these fucking past news things. Yeah, so <laughs> what goes, am I going to do? So he goes to Radio Shack. <laughs> and he, I remember when that was a thing. Yeah, and, and he builds a robot. And it's it's like the most terrible 1950s style robot with, like, the square head and stuff. Yeah, and he, he's making this in, like, the 90s. Yeah, and, and it slowly marches down the street. And you hear all the bolts rattling and shit. And it's just like... <laughs> and it's like... Where's my money, bitch? Quit ducking me. I will break your kneecaps. Oh, yeah. That's that's a movie. Okay, next one we got is Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Oh, that was a movie made for, um, I think, Hallmark or people who enjoy that. It sounds like some kind of like Neo-Wiccan power fantasy movie. Okay, let's 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 go that way. In let's this in this small town of what's a like Dumble Dumblebunk Kansas okay yeah and it's like the the 80s or some shit oh no 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 early 90s when Wiccanism and grunge yeah uh, occupied that weird space and and it was like hot topic people would go to hot topic and buy everything yes yes okay and, but so, it's still like yeah. satanic panic yes so it's like you have all these like really bored really just f- and like frankly I'm just gonna put it out sexually fr- frustrated like teenage girl well, like late teens girls who are like graduating high school going into college and there's there's fucking nothing to do yeah it's, and they it's just Bumble feel fuck kansas yeah and they yeah. and like everyone around them is like super chauvinistic and shit yeah and they just it's middle america sure yeah uh yeah especially back then so they just get it so they just get into this wicked shit and it's just and uh it just shows them getting really into it and really falling for it. And it, you have all like these fantasy elements, but it's questionable if it's real or not. Oh, or if it's just metaphorical or if they're just on drugs. That's I like that. Yeah. Like they're drinking like ergot wine and stuff as yeah. part of their Wiccan thing. So you don't know what's real and not. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm going to make this magic potion to make Chad fall in love with me. I always thought that shit was hilarious because I went to co- or I well okay I saw this a little bit in college more in high school the whole Wiccan thing and it was like before the Wiccanism these were just kind of interesting people in their own way you know they were different they had different outlooks on stuff and then they like painted black on everything they owned and and then they became less interesting yeah because they all put on the same guys well they just use this lens to yeah it's it's i would rather someone fly their unique nerd flag than say i'm a blah yeah so yeah in in high school i all these all these chicks got into this wiccan thing and and like none of them were very well educated on it because i no of course not like dude like learning about like fucking paganism and occultism that's hard yeah and i had read a lot of paganism and occultism and hermeticism and i i I, even back then because i I was just constantly in the library this is before the internet was constantly interrupting me with shit Mm -hmm. and i i found all this shit really interesting and so i'd be like oh tell me about wiccanism they're like there's yeah, these mother, gods mother and, goddess and, 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 and yeah. if i put period blood in in my uh in dr pepper and give it to chad and fall in love with me or he'll get a disease so yeah it, <laughs> he'll get hpv <laughs> yeah but no it's it's the the thing that drives me nuts is it was just it reminded me a lot 
of any of these fandoms where you start to believe it as a way of yeah, like other your kin, life. Other yeah, yeah, kin yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I mean. Is is it, it kind of predated that in a sense? It kind of predated that in a what sense. Was the the preview to it? Yeah, and and I was it was like a dress rehearsal for dumb ideas, and and so like I dated one. And oh. you know, that, believe me, I had lower standards at one point, and and I, I was, passed on the opportunity to do that because it's well. Like, look, I was young, and I was like big titty. So was I. Yeah, but I was like big titty goth GF. She was a big titty goth girl, but I was like, you're also crazy and have this really distorted view on on the world. Yeah, and was, I'm going to open was, myself to all kinds of possible fucking bad stuff happening to me, and for what? For 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 tit. Yeah, and th- that was and that was, was like nah. That was that was my problem as well. As it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was just like distorted worldview, mm-hmm. and, and daddy issues, hugely so. Yeah. Daddy, and, say rescue me. Yeah, but it was it wasn't that. It was it was yeah. also just the notion of like not. I I will admit I am very uncertain as to who I am uh, on any given day because I'm still exploring yeah. that, and I figure I'll still be exploring that the day I die. But it was this someone who said, no, this is what I am. And anything mm-hmm. against it is evil. Wow. That and sounds like a uh, religious fundamentalism. Almost. And, <laughs> but well, it was a religion in a sense. And, and I, I, I like the idea of mysticism and what have you, but I don't like the idea. Dogma. Where it, yeah. I, I don't like the idea where it becomes dogmatic. And, and well, when impressive. you have something that challenges the reality of whatever it is that you're believing in, it all automatically becomes the evil that you're fighting. And it's like, well, hold on a minute. You got to ground something in reality. If something goes against it, maybe you were wrong in the text. For no, brain chemistry mean that if something attack worldview, I interpret as attack my life. Captain, yeah, uh, people who write shit down, especially in the old era, they got shit wrong all the time. Well, you think like back then, like did they have a fucking Microsoft Office? No, they just wrote shit down, and people went, "Yeah, that must have happened because you wrote it down." What, do you think you think someone would write words and on paper for a lark? They were also like oh, fucking most of them were on opium. Do you think do you really think someone would go <laughs> and do that? Just write lies on the internet? No, that would be that would be weird. No one would do that. Yeah. Well, next movie. Oh, go oh no, next movie is Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which I have seen and it is so fucking funny. It is Nicolas Cage playing an Italian soldier in World War II. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like Nicolas Cage is a fucking Italian soldier and he's just shirk he's just <laughs> blow, he's just skating all the duties so he can like go play mandolin and seduce farmers' daughters. Oh, so you're turning it into a better movie. <laughs> what was the well, movie? I guess. Yeah, no, no, the, the movie's shit. Um because it can't decide what it wants to be. But no, that what, sounds like Nick Cage movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it in World War II though. I'd said it in like the nineteen twenties when like all the basically gang wars that would become the that what cemented the Mussolini reign okay so he's just yeah. like ah yeah I'm a I'm a fucking I forgot what the term was I, I should know I'm reading a book on it but uh, it's like they just march into town and they beat up all the fucking proto-communists or whatever all, all the Marxists and shit and then it's like all right all right we're gonna go and uh, set all the set up industry and get the and distribute propaganda into kids like yeah I'll go do that and then it just cuts to like this montage of like this fucking cheesy romance movie type shit where he's just going around with his mandolin and just going after like you know girls 
Okay, I would say like, oh, my my husband died in the in World War One. He goes, yeah, that sounds like it was really sad for you. Let me play my mandolin. No, okay. You're like what? And it's just when he sings, it's just dubbed over by like an actual Italian singer. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I would do. I I would do Nick Cage as well, but. But what I would do that I think would take this to the next level, his mandolin <laughs> is magical. Oh, there it's, we go. It's made by some Stradivarius of Cremona or, you know, just just some crazy Geppetto dude. And it's set in World War One, and it's the Italian Arditi units in the Alps. And they're fighting all these crazy battles in the Alps and stuff. And his mandolin went as long as he plays it. No one in his unit dies. Yeah. In the middle of battle, like a bard. Yeah, and you could say it was made during. Um, oh God, what's his name? I'm I'm, I'm going to think of it in a minute. Um, unification of Garibaldi's unification yeah. of Italy, right? The red yeah. shirts. So you have Garibaldi unifies Italy, and this one famous bard played it, and Garibaldi didn't get you know killed. His unit was successful, so it's it's like this holy item, and in the in this guy's son, several generations later, has this mandolin. And he just plays goofy Italian music. And horrible gunfights. Yes. And nothing. I, I and just, it changes luck. Like a mortar shell lands right at their feet and it just fizzles. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I really like the idea of Nick Cage going, Giuseppe, I need you to stop and put that spaghetti down. I'm going to play my mandolin. And then he starts playing no, it. No, and all the lines for Nick <laughs> he Cage. Just, he doesn't even put an Italian accent on or anything. No, he just no, goes, no, no, no. Nicholas yeah. Cage, I, I would tell him, everyone else, everyone else I would have set in really good scenes, all practical effects. Nick Cage, this is what I would do, is I would put him in green screen. <laughs> he would have no interaction with any other actors, and I would tell him to be as crazy as he wanted in improv all he wanted. <laughs> And, and so he's got the uniform on. He would probably love that. Yeah, because he's like, if you ever watch his his uh, commentary on films, he's like, I wanted to see how big I could get my eyes in that scene. Like that was <laughs> he, he just does crazy stuff. He likes being in movies. He just likes making movies. Yeah, and also getting into huge amounts of debt. So that's why. Well, it's always... I mean, he's, that's an American thing. You can't really. Yeah. Yolo. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, what what I would do is you've you've got. Nick Cage, you put him in green screen and you basically tell him improv all your lines. Basically, you've got this magical mandolin and everyone around you is like inspired to greatness and heroism. You don't tell him what sign he's on or anything else and you just let him explore the space and then you composite him in. So, yeah. so he's he's fucking playing just crazy he, stuff. He'll do like yeah. Flight of the Bumblebee on, yeah. on the fucking Rimsky thing. Korskov, yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden there's just like all of these like bees start appearing and uh, like tearing the enemies apart, not like stinging them, but like ripping them apart. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, ah! yeah. And, and you like carry them up into the sky and they rip them apart. <laughs> yeah. And, and what you do on set is you're like, okay, uh, it, it, you've just summoned a bunch of bees with your mandolin and they're tearing people apart. Just act like it's really cool. And he just goes, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and, and, and you put that in the you put that in the fucking movie. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, he's like the bees stung me, but now I sting the bees. <laughs> what <laughs> bees? And you take his most over the top, the most over the top take for every scene you shoot. <sighs> I want to see a Nick Cage movie where he's the manager of a McDonald's. 
<laughs> so people come in for an order and they're like sir she's not except she says she needed two fry and not one he comes out he goes ma'am i heard that you wanted two fries but not one because that's how much you ordered if you look at the receipt if you look at the receipt you'll see <laughs> <laughs> he'll just yell and they're like oh my god And he goes listen you fat bitch <laughs> I'm gonna feed you. Then he, he wrestles her. No, no, he fills. He makes her hold the bag, mm-hmm. the giant McDonald's bag for like twenty burger orders, and he yep. fills it with hot fries right out of the basket. <laughs> and he's like, "There you go. Take it home to your stupid fucking kids. Have a good McFucking day." <laughs> that would be good. Oh God, yeah, these are great movies. I'd go see most of these. Yeah. Okay, next one. This is a real movie. Megaforce. Megaforce. Really? Yeah. I don't know, just kitschy action movie. I, I mean, what what else do you do with the with the? That's the name of a Power Rangers. Thing. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. no. Here's here's what we do. Okay, yeah. starts off. And then this crawl starts going up. And it's like, yeah, and it goes. Nineteen eighty three, the U.S. government created a new force to deal with the rise of international super terrorism. And you see buildings collapsing and people running. (laughs) They would call this force Mega Force. And for no reason... Yeah. Yeah. And for no reason, it, it just shows basically... Okay, here's how I'd shoot this. You'd give everyone... Like twenty magazines and Uzis with super like super. So this loud. is gonna be like a five second scene. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for super loud blanks. I mean the super yeah. loud blanks where you get the giant fucking muzzle flash, giant fireballs, the ones that will like make a barrier around rain. The, if yeah. they actually shoot at you, you're gonna get hit with something. Yeah. And so and everyone's got the giant fake NBGs they used to do in the '80s movies, mm-hmm. and it shows them putting it on, and they turn them on, and it makes the ghost pass, Ghostbuster power pack start. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah. And it shows everything just turns bright as day like normal. Yeah. And it shows, you know, the quote unquote terrorists where they're like, just make everyone wear robes and and, and, and like fucking shemags and walk around and smoke cigarettes. And, and <laughs> that's, you know, in some Adobe hut area, it would be a send up of the Delta Force. And I'd say, OK, I have 20 actors. Each one has like 20 magazines. They have like a fucking musette bag filled with magazines. And I just am going to shoot you in scenes. I want you all to burst in this room and start spraying rounds everywhere. <laughs> and then it would just have this crazy John Carpenter synth soundtrack. Do, 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 do. Boop, 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 boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay, I got it, John. That's all. Okay, you're just going to keep playing the whole movie? Cool. They Live. All four notes. Yeah. Um, okay. They Live has another song, I think. Somewhere. Somewhere. I, I think it's near the end when it's yeah, when they're like assaulting action. the station. It'd be funny if you just yeah. kept playing it even then where they're assaulting. Do, 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 do. Okay, next is called Chato's Land. What? Say that one again? Chato's Land. Chato in Portuguese just means like dull or boring or just I don't like you. Uh, okay. Okay. It's, go go it's, with that. Uh, okay, let's, yeah. Let's, so let's, 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 let's take just, that and unpack it. It's rural... Uh, I'm gonna say center what Brazil actually has a region called the Midwest, <laughs> Midwestern Brazil, which would be like Montana, uh, and it's just these two fucking rural neighbors and they hate each other and they're trying to fuck and they're uh, I don't know that we want to fucking make it like 
turn escalate into super violent where they're like pushing all of the landless land oh. reform peasant guys to go and occupy you know the other guy's land and start you know causing trouble and getting into fights and shit they're trying to they're trying to see who can uh buy this like okay it's three parcels of land right big plots of land and in the middle the owner of that land dies it goes on sale the two people want that land that's in between them and the person who's uh who like they're like okay well we're gonna we're gonna evaluate because we need somebody who can actually farm so we're gonna bring a farmer out here a, an evaluator who can actually look at your land and decide who would be the best person to purchase this and it's martin sheen oh <laughs> Cause you, i don't know why martin sheen's in like 50 fucking movies and he doesn't do anything so you just bring martin sheen in there and they're all speaking portuguese and he does not speak any at all he just goes yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh I yeah, like he's it. growing potatoes over there. I see. <laughs> they're growing. They're growing. Fucking. Uh, they're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're totally not. No, that that would be pretty funny. But that would be an in joke for me. So okay, Chato's land. I would have it be about a really bad theme park, and I I would get um, Cheech Marin, and he's like, "Hey, welcome to Chato's land," and it's it's like this crazy theme park that is like way down hard on its time and he's trying to turn it around and and it's 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 fucking horrible like he he inherits this thing he's like a used car salesman and they're like your great uncle died and he's like man that motherfucker was ancient man what do i get i get like a thousand dollar an old cadillac and they're like no you get the deeds in this theme park it's like holy shit and it just shows everything going wrong and he knows nothing about running a theme park but he knows everything about selling cars uh-huh. so he starts acting like this crazy like tejano walt disney oh, and so he's walking great. around with a giant fucking pointed boots and stuff and he's like hey come on down to chato's land and it <laughs> just yeah oh and i'd have to get tommy chong in and there then you'd have all the scenes where people go on the roller coaster and it just starts shaking and all the rivets just fall out and the guy the guy they have like little like games and stuff and one of the knife throwing things it's like the guy who runs it throws the knives like way too hard so they stick all the way to the hill he's like all right who's next Jesus Christ. no no oh, okay i I get tommy you get machete to do it. yeah 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 i i, I would get a, he, and like, they're like these aren't knives you're throwing these are machetes he's like yeah what what did you expect mind your own business yeah um no i i would get uh tommy chung as the ride designer oh that would be great because he's just old hippie like hey man i just made this roller coaster it's track has a jump (laughs) (laughs) no yeah no and and he would be wearing vietnam era fatigues yeah always yeah and he's he's like when I got out of Nam, man, I started working on roller coasters, and I just started doodling. He's I like, oh, that's cool, man. Does any of these roller coasters actually work? Well, no, man. I mean, <laughs> they're all just designs on paper. Everyone says they're, like, dangerous, but I've never tried it. I made a water park called 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea, man. Oh, no. And it turned out nobody came back. <laughs> we'd put him in the submarine okay, and that's, it went that's down way funnier <laughs> yeah no that, that, that would be that would be a good movie okay next one is uh nuns on the run nuns on the run that sounds like it would need lo- that sounds like uh a escaping. sister act a fucking es- sequel escaping a convent sister act five nuns on the run nuns on the or run. no 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 not escaping a convict convent uh the convent is attacked and they're on the run 
Uh, I don't. Not, I don't like know. Said it during movie. like during said it during like the Spanish Civil War or some shit. Oh yeah, that could work. Or or they're could, like on the run carrying like the exhumed remains of the abbess from like three hundred years ago. Yeah. So it doesn't get fucking destroyed by the commies. I like that. Uh, yeah, that that can actually work. That, that and would, but then it's also like a really like eighties action movie. Oh they, yeah, they're being chased by vampires, <laughs> communist <laughs> vampires, syndicalist vampires that keep getting together for councils all the time. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Next is Billy the Kid versus Dracula. <laughs> Dude, I would do. Dracula tries to become a cowboy as well. Like I all, will. Ah, black hats and like black everything. Okay, so yes. Oh, all right. So the movie opens up and it shows you know like uh, Romania, Kingdom of uh, Romania, and uh, you know Hungary, mm-hmm. and it it shows uh, the military gets tired of Dracula doing stuff in like the eighteen nine no in the eighteen eighties. And they just blow his castle up. Like, it shows him fighting the whole army. Yeah. And and they just blow it up. He's like, I've got to get the fuck out of here. And and, and he's just tired of it. Because he's like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah, he just, he just goes to Mexico. Yeah. And he, he goes to, like, Mexico, New Mexico, Arizona. And he has him. He, he gets shipped out there. And, and he goes and he's like, oh, cool. Horses in the wide open prairie. And he like becomes a cowboy. Yeah. And, he, and he ends up having to fight Billy the Kid. But he realizes. <laughs> so Dracula's the good guy. Yeah, Dracula's the good guy. He's, he's like, if I bring law and order to the West, people will no longer fear the night. You know? and <laughs> That's perfect. He's, he's got like a girlfriend. She's like, why are you always biting me? And he's like, I'm sorry. It's how I get down. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that your Dracula voice is kind of Jewish a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm also kind of Jewish a little bit. So a little bit. So yeah, it's it's tiny it, bit. Yeah, I, a portion of my family is. I yes. drop. So I'm allowed to use that. <laughs> okay. I I am not a Jew, but I am Jewish. All right. See, um, next is uh, my stepmother is an alien. Uh, actually, that that's like isn't it based? That sounds like just like typical Mass Effect playthrough from like <laughs> somewhat like sh- like Shepard or whatever. What are you doing? No, oh, no, no, no! Don't don't take it there. Uh, um, no, no. So it's like, um, oh, what was it? My teacher, Mike, you that, go. That my teacher's an alien, like eighties thing. Like I don't know what it is, but people in the eighties really were obsessed with people in uh, power being aliens. I don't I don't understand it. So is it like she's an alien? What what's the movie? I I don't know. It, it, my stepmother's an alien. My stepmother's an alien. Yeah, that's that sounds like just a sounds like a Rodney Dangerfield joke. My stepmother's an, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I, I can I can see that. <laughs> that sounds like every every married man's fucking like Playboy book joke. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, stepmother's an alien. What we could do is it, you basically have an alien like the xenomorph and this kid goes my stepmother's an alien and no one else sees it yeah i mean that that could work i like it but just like the dad is still like getting it on with a fucking xenomorph oh nice. my god nice. <laughs> um okay and ne- next up is mcshane the final roll of the dice oh high stakes gambler in the west okay and it's, it's just okay. mcshane <laughs> and he's just this like horrible fucking uh Irish guy that uh, was like a Molly Maguire or some shit, and he's on the run, and he just 
and it's just how he he basically claws his way up towards uh in the fucking seedy under underbelly of like dice games well like late 19th century vices okay but which is like yeah dice and drinking and smoking dude that that could work as like a london crime thing yeah 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 Uh, or or it could be said in in britain too true okay uh next is rockula rockula okay it would have to be stagger is dracula and uh, he's also like a rockabilly. Yeah, he. I started the band. It's like, oh yeah, Dracula. Yeah, and he he goes out there and he's like, I am king of the night. And people are like, oh yeah, how original, 1970s get up. And he's like, no, this is how I dress. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? He's like, you're mean. <laughs> that is very cruel. <laughs> I don't get out much. <laughs> Not many clothing stores are open after dark. <laughs> Uh, uh okay uh next next is dino croc versus super gator so d- dino croc like d-y-n-o-d-i-n-o croc versus super gator oh so it's just the crocodile from the dinosaur eras which were like basically the exact same as crocodiles <laughs> these days okay but what about a crocodile the size of a big dinosaur so it's like a it's like a velociraptor crocodile versus like a giant fat boy crocodile flat fuck yeah the big giant ones oh so it's- and, and, and it takes place in in okay that's the poster that's the poster, right? It's it's like a fighting your crocodile alligator. Yeah, yeah, and it takes place in a Florida trailer park, and it's about <laughs> it's, it's about, about these two fucking like meth kingpins that have yes, yes, because like they yes, always and have it's like an organized the, fight, and they're trying to raise enough money so they can buy the trailer. Oh, God, so they can do. post bail. Yeah, trailer park boys again. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Okay, next is Gold Diggers versus the Secret of Bear Mountain. <laughs> what? Gold uh, diggers versus the secret of bear mouth. Okay, well you have a bunch so, so, of you have a bunch of gold digger trophy wife types, and they're trying to find out where the offshore money or something like the secret of bear mountain is like all the extra assets that are that their fucking husbands or whatever are hiding from them. Okay, I I was imagining a bunch of like old prospectors that you get like old like action movie stars who still think they can make movies oh uh, yeah the expendable yes yeah, so you get those guys and all prospectors are like they're all talking shit to each other and they're flexing on each other because that's all they ever fucking do in these movies and they're just like they're like oh yeah i found a fucking piece of gold in the fucking dirt and everything and then you have the secret of bear mountain is like there are aliens in there for some reason and they just have to fight these like weird space aliens. It just becomes a giant laser show where they're all just screaming and fighting and punching. And then everybody who watches it leaves the theater. Oh, that's man. the end of the entire thing. Okay, let's 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 punch this up. I got this. I got this. Okay. All right. You've got mail. Oh no. Okay, so it's it's You've got mail. It's oh, okay. Somebody takes someone hostage and they're communicating with with the fucking newspaper and everything and 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 they're doing it through AOL. So it's all these people <laughs> sitting around smoking and nervous and they're like, "Oh god, what does he want? You've got mail." And it's like a ransom note. <laughs> a ransom note delivered via Bonzi buddy. Uh, no, you it's You have a problem. <laughs> it's a ransom note. <laughs> Or she, or if we don't, if we don't get money in two days, we will send pieces of her toes. No, Ponzi <laughs> Buddy's the negotiator. 
Oh. You should release the woman. Every every letter is like uh, it's like a different font for each character in the oh. letter. <laughs> One of them's a wing ding. Does it does it say murder or mover? I can't tell. Uh, this is good. We have to get the guys you've to crack got mail. this. It's all in Comic Sans. He's serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's in pink bolded Comic Sans. Yeah. Okay. Next one is how the West was fun. <sighs> Oh, it's just a fucking boring documentary about how, like, oh, this bootstrap, rugged individual expansion into the West, which was secured because the U.S. government built, like, canals and infrastructure and shit so people could get there. No. Uh, okay. How the West was fun. Yeah, no. How the West was fun. It's it's basically Oregon Trail. Oh, I thought you were saying fund. No, fun. Um, yeah, how the yeah. West was fun. Yeah, so oh. it's, 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 it's going to be it's going to be Oregon Trail. But it's, Oregon Trail, not Oregon, Oregon Trail. You no, know, okay. Look, it's Oregon Trail. <laughs> it's Oregon Trail, but it's like a race movie, like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like everyone's got With their stagecoach. Yes, and they're all trying to charge and get to Oregon first. And you have all the Oregon Trail shit happen. Yeah. Just like constant whistle music. Yes. Uh, no, I was thinking like... You keep getting sneak bite. No, shit. that's perfect. Um, every which way but loose, it would be a story about a guy with crippling diarrhea. Yeah, that's... Sure. Yeah, he's trying to fight it. Like he's trying to get a job. That sounds like a short short movie. No, it's not. He, he just has his crippling <laughs> diarrhea. And he, and, and it's, How are you going to hold crippling diarrhea in for two hours? No, he keeps <laughs> he keeps shitting himself throughout the movie. Oh. Shit pant. Yeah, so... Well, that's the climax is already over, man. No, it's not. Because he he's, to, trying, it, he's trying to get a job. And it shows like the beginning. He's sitting in the waiting room. And they keep calling different people. <laughs> and you hear his gut. And it's just going... Oh. And he's like sitting there sweating. And he goes to the job interview and he's like, hey, uh, yeah, glad to be here. And he's like just holding his gut. And they're like, are, are you okay? And he's like, uh, yeah, one moment. Could you please uh, turn around? And they turn around and he shits in his briefcase. And then it shows every which way but loose because he goes to his doctor and they're like, oh, you have problems with bowel movements? And he goes, yeah, they need to be every which way but loose. Wow. <laughs> All of that for one punchline. It's the best I got. I What's know. the actual dude? movie? Um, it's it's his Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, oh, Clint so Eastwood maybe he just, himself? Yeah, no. just have Clint Eastwood just being a man, trying to be a man, but he just keeps shit himself. I'm old. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> get out of my car. <laughs> next one is Herbie Fully Loaded, which was a Herbie movie with yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Yes, but, but I don't know what that is. I, I like the Herbie movies as so a kid. It's a car movie. They, they, they were all about Volkswagen Beetles, and yeah. they, they had like magical powers and were fast. Because um, <laughs> that's the only way they're fast. No, they can be fast. You just have to put in the seventeen seventy six engine in them. But, um, <laughs> no, the the thing is, is you would do Herbie fully loaded, and um, again another Fast and the Furious clone, and it's it's a guy who gets his cars taken because he's like the street racer king. And by law, he's not allowed to have anything other than like a, a Volkswagen Beetle because they think it'll never be fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so he's like, fine. And because the, the judge, you know, like creative sentencing is like, I sentence you to own a Volkswagen Beetle. And everyone's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. and he, he, he goes and he, he buys this he cool. Beetle <laughs> and he turns it into this monster dragster car. And they're like, what What kind of car is that? And he's like, Herbie fully loaded. And every time he steps on the gas, it starts playing Erica. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, 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 he like the races. proud founders he, of Volkswagen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think that's edgy, go look who designed Volkswagen. Yeah. Anyways, 
Um, the next one, I know. If you go to any German corporation's history on their website, like between like the 30s, 40s, it's just like I was a businessman doing business. <laughs> next one's a movie. We'll talk about it. No, no more questions. Don't. No more questions. Um, next one is a movie we all know. It's called Face Off. I don't mm-hmm. know this one. Oh, you've not. It's a Nick seen Cage it. movie. It's a Nick Cage movie. So Nick Cage swaps his face. Yes. Yeah. With a, John Travolta's, oh. which 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 would not make sense. No, yeah, because so it'd be like so like, much extra face. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Is like if 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 John Travolta had to put on Nick Cage's face, it would face, be stretched out. Yeah, it would be stretched out. It'd just be like this big flat, pulled taut face, and he'd be like, oh, "I'm Castro Troy," and it wouldn't fucking work. So so I so mean, face off. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just he takes the face off. He becomes a faceless man. It's about a guy who lives his life with a disease where his face falls off and he has to go around as a skeleton. Uh, that's that's Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. All right. We watched that. Another Nick Cage movie. <laughs> Another Nick Cage movie where he's just, it's so awkward. It's like the most awkward thing ever. People are like, why are you doing this? He's like, because I can. Yeah, he's he's the worst. That movie also had the worst devil ever. Yeah. The devil's like, I am evil, and I am evil forever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's really bad. Uh, I wouldn't. I would. I know which soul I want to take, and it will be from this shitty evil Knievel. He's like, he's like, well, I, I like riding motorcycles, and uh, uh, that yeah, pretty much it. It's yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. And oh, okay, okay. Next movie. Uh, I still know what you did last summer. I have an idea for this. That that was that was one of those slasher horror movies. Yeah, it's a movie that yeah. didn't need a sequel. No, 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 no. But I still know what you did last summer. It's some college kids. This is my take on it. It's some college kids who go out and have like some fucking crazy orgy camp in the middle of this cabin in the woods or whatever. And then they move on with college. Like, man, we did a lot of way, weird drug fuck parties out, out in this cabin by the woods. And they thought it was their secret. But as they find out as adults, as they go back, everyone knows them. Yeah. Every, everyone knows them. In they this think town. they're being really quiet, but they're not. No, because everyone in this town. It's like oh, yeah. all these all these fucking outside people came in. Yeah. And they all just watch them do drugs. And yeah. Fuck like crazy. Or they just, yeah, and just like find all these used condoms and needles and yeah. roaches and shit. Yeah. So, so as they come back with their families now. <laughs> as as adults they're like hey we're winning all this fun in the cabin and one town's like hey man i still know what you did last summer Woo! <laughs> and, and it's just and they're like oh god why it's about being having a social stigma oh yeah I, again these all sound like short these sound like short films well it, yeah. I'm, I'm like struggling to see how you turn that into two hours without like an adam sandlerism coming in there okay because that sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. These are all Adam Sandler. Movies. Yeah, that's oh. a, that's a secret. Always okay. has been. Okay, next up is, is <laughs> <all> Adam Sandler. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> oh. Next up is Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, that's too fast. He's too furious. This guy that overbuilds his racer car. It's a guy. It's a guy, and it just burns out halfway through the race. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a it's a guy who just take took too many steroids and had his heart explode. Too fast. Too furious. Chabra should have stayed natty. (laughs) Mine, mine would be my version of it. Yeah, is, is it's it's a bunch of old people that go to the mall. You know how old people like to walk? Mm-hmm. Not and, very fast. Yeah, but it's old people at the mall, and it's the competition between them to see who can do the fastest circuit of the mall because it's the only competition they have left. 
and they're all hybrid competitive. So there's like this old man who like goes out to the electric wheelchair store and he's like, Oh, you got a fast chair. And he's like, sir, all these do like three miles an hour. And the guy's like, he drops like a bunch of Kruger and that he has in a sock. And he's like, I said fucking fast. And the guy like turns the sign around. It says closed. He's like, come with me. And they go in the back. It's Kruger and uh, South African gold. coins. Ah. So he, he goes in it and, and he turns the sign around and he gets like a souped up, like lawnmower engine, fucking like electric scooter. And everyone else starts getting really competitive. And the mall manager starts selling tickets to this because he realizes <laughs> no one goes to the mall anymore. No, because uh, online retail is a thing. Right, right. So it starts to become this like celebration, hyper competition of these old people who go to the mall. And and they're all trying to get faster. Like one guy starts getting on performance enhancement stuff. They're like, yeah. sir, this is bad for your health. He's like, I'm 84. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and he gets like, <laughs> and he gets like swole. Yeah. He gets like fucking swole as an 80 year old man. He's like, I'm a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> my ding dong don't work yeah it never did <laughs> and so then you get uh, oh man you got like guys who are like tuning up their scooters yeah and yeah yeah i no, i think that would also make a pretty good video game because you would have like choose your grandpa yes. and then you get to pick your or grandma or whatever and you just have them like all on different uh scooters but then the malls uh as you play start to get depressingly like more run down and so you're doing like jumps across <laughs> abandoned malls up. yes <laughs> Dude, so bad. yeah. Oh, okay. Until you get to this one that's like a super mall, and like parts of it are under construction, parts of it are functional, and there's like the underbelly part oh. where there's like like rat people living under there. <laughs> it just becomes like really like fucked up, and it's like this mega race. Oh man, that would be a PS one classic. It would. That would uh, be on the PlayStation one. You'd know it would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, next is Operation Dumbo Drop, which is a real movie. Yeah. Um, but I have an idea, and it was set in Vietnam. So here's here's my idea. I'm going to do the Vietnam thing, right? And it shows that they keep dropping these recon, these LRP teams off, you know, long-range recon patrol dudes out in Vietnam, and they keep not coming back. And it shows all these military strategists sitting around with McNamara. And they're like, sir, we keep sending the best of the best of the best, and they just keep not coming back. It's It looks like the war is turning against us. And McNamara's like, what if we use fucking idiots? Oh, yeah, McNamara's morons. No, no, but it's a little bit of that. But so what it is, is they take on these scrambles guys. They, they find <laughs> the guys in the army that are just, they, they go through the ASVAB and aptitude tests, and they look for nothing else other than who is strongest, and you get all these Conan the Barbarian types. It's like, what, what you, where are you from? Crashes, I pick up tractor and put back on. Yeah, and, and they're like, yeah. So it shows them dropping these, like, fucking meat slab dudes off in the jungle they're they're walking around and they're like which way west and they the other guy's like compass spinny and then there is a snap a single snap in the woods and they all turn toward it and go full auto with all their ammo yeah, like, it's just that one scene from predator over and over yeah. over and over again and they actually do more damage to the Viet Cong than anyone else like the, the Viet Cong are like these men are savages they're too dumb to die like, one of them steps on a landmine and it blows his foot 
foot off and he goes, ow, foot hurting. <laughs> 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 or, no, no. or it's like and wasn't there that that uh, in real life that guy that got captured by the Viet Cong and he just pretended to be an idiot so and he so they let him just wander around and he memorized everyone who was in there and yeah he memorized everyone in the camp's name yeah uh, just, so they, when he was so, released so the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they had a full list of all the POWs so no no but all the scrambles guys get captured like maybe they uh maybe the Viet Cong's like put some fucking candy on one of those like box yes, traps yeah, like I, like one of those hog traps yeah, it comes just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's this like, like running at the cage like punching it like oh this is all oh, scary <laughs> no no so the Viet Cong like the fucking like Viet Cong like war crime doctor guy with like the the one side mustache because the other side of his face is just it's burn scars yeah yeah he's like alright you alright American you tell me about troop movement Scrumbles go to woods. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like they're towards or they try like doing the thumb screws and shit. It's like, I'll hurt you. <laughs> no, even even worse, they, they try to they try to torture him and they're like, yeah. What are the uh, no, they turn him over to the Russians <laughs> yeah. to torture him and it shows the KGB and and, and they're they like they shock him with all this voltage and the lights dim and he's like, Oh it tickles <laughs> and then they're like he, Tell just, me. he just farts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, oh, he farts, and they oh, the Russians start throwing up because it smells <laughs> so bad. And 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 they're like, they're like, tell me, military capabilities, third U.S. Infantry Division. He's like, lollipop, and he's like, what? Lollipop, what? <laughs> lollipop. Does not make sense. Lol. No, no, or or like the squad leader is like this fucking super old dude who was like in uh, World War One or something, and they, they try to torture him. It's like, ah, that's nothing compared to my arthritis. Yeah, or they ask him, like, tell me about the capabilities. Well, there's Jimmy, there's Bobby, <laughs> and he's. So yeah, Operation Dumbo Drop sounds like a great fucking movie. No, that w- that would be great. You give him like the lollipop, and he's like, "Here, you tell thing." He goes, "Yeah." And he starts licking the lollipop, and he's like, "How many troops you have?" No troop lollipop, and then he takes the lollipop away, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> like really loudly in the russian it's just like looking at the glass the one-way glass at the guys and he's just shaking his head like what and the other kgb guys are like i I don't know what to do like they put his head in a bucket of water and he drinks it all (laughs) they're like no (laughs) scrambles thirsty (laughs) or or they they do the thing where like they release a bunch of scorpions into the room he's like no he starts eating them. <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> Crunchy snacks. <laughs> I like the idea of them like waterboarding, but then he like slurps up all the water, including the rag, like in one go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Kelly, <laughs> like, there's fun. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that would, they that gave would. me candy and crunchies and water. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of them trying to drown him in that bath of water and he just drinks it. <laughs> it just water level goes down. And they're like, no, stop. Oh my no, god. No, thirsty. <laughs> Scrumble go pee pee. Oh no. <laughs> okay, uh, next is called Failure to Launch. Oh no! It's also scrambles goes goes to NASA. 
Yeah, they're like they they've had setbacks in the rockets. Yeah, because so, it's the yeah. only one that can survive if the if the fucking well, I, I don't, go fucked up. Even better, even better. It shows that they send the monkey up. Yeah, and the monkey does all right. So the next step is to send dumb people that they won't miss. <laughs> wow! And, and, and so they send like the well, guy, you little gray man. Yeah, sure you do, buddy. It's, sure, it's not the the oxygen deprivation. No, he he have probes, crumbles, punch. No, oh, even better. It shows him go I got up. Cool, warm in here. I open a window. <laughs> yeah, it shows he goes up, and an alien actually does try to like take him, and he beats them all to death. <laughs> Pray to the real sequel. No, he he like this this alien is like me 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 as a phaser gun, and he breaks its arm off, and he uses that to beat the rest of them to death. Like he's tearing them in half, like they're made out of paper. He's like me hate. <laughs> Like one alien escapes and he goes like, log entry. I have tried to look at the earthlings, but unfortunately it is like looking into the sun. Our entire troop has been destroyed. They are a savage and cruel race. <laughs> Stronger than we can imagine. I, I suggest nobody come here. Ignore all radio messages. Oh, all right. Uh, next next is a plane or is a movie about a plane that I I actually saw while baked off my ass and it did not make it better. Soul Plane. Hmm. I've heard of that one. Okay, even better. Okay, these people get on this plane, right? Yeah. There's a plane, there's an airline it's called Soul Airlines and they yeah. get on the plane and then when they get off the plane they go I feel so empty. And oh. the plane the airlines is like this it's oh it's it's a Delta Green movie. Yeah. And everyone who gets on the plane loses their soul. And but the interior is all like 1960s, 1970s oh, funk. Oh, yeah. And no one and no one can. Yes. Yes. It's like that. And no one knows who owns the airlines. And it always shows up as an underbid to whatever airline ticket you're trying yeah. to buy. So it'd be like, oh, American Airlines is first class. Yeah. First class for 400 bucks. That's a good buy. And it sucks their souls out. It's a Delta Green. He's like, where are all the other passengers? Like, baby, they ain't no other passengers. You're the only one today. Yeah, and everyone's got the the yeah. big, huge 1970s yeah. bros and stuff. Oh. Yeah, they just they hook them up with drinks and, you know, it's, it's actually a good time that yeah, he walks it's, off. It's a reasonable airline. Everyone's got, like, awesome power suits on. Yeah. Oh, man, that that would be a good all the, movie. All the Delta Green agents have, like, awesome power suits, except for the one guy who's from Texas, and he has a 10-gallon hat all the time. It's a good hat. So, yeah. um, next is Baby Geniuses. <sighs> ah, fucking baby movies. Yeah, ba- Baby Geniuses. It's a real movie that actually NUI exists. With the, with the little fucking letter blocks. So, okay. Baby he, he solves an equation with letter bo- blocks and are like, oh, yes, of course. These babies are quite genius. I, I would do it as a documentary where it's it shows the crazy, heartless, insane people who design products for children. So it shows like, nah, kids are retarded. What they need is is something that blinks and makes lights. Yes. And it, it just shows them building horrible children's products. And yes. And it shows the process. It'd be like the Hudsucker proxy, but for uh, children's products. Oh, so it's, man. So it's just like, nah, these, they're like, sir, we're, we're worried about these building blocks. They're actually really sharp. And he's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, sell them in Puerto Rico. They don't care. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it just shows the horrible, because, you know, parents go out and buy kids products and and yeah. they, they hope they're buying good stuff for the kids but then it always happens there's recalls and stuff and they're like oh you know that crib for the baby it'll break its fucking spine yeah and and you always see those horrible recalls and it, it, w- it would just show all the insane people behind it 
Yeah, well, that's because they're mass producing it at like the lowest cost possible. Yeah, and so the engineers behind are like, I don't give a fuck. This ought to hold a baby. It held a dog. Yeah, a bunch you of know. overpaid engineers who don't do anything. Um, or we just or just make it like this documentary or something or uh, about all the gifted children program stuff and all the weird shit that happened there. Oh, that'd be good actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I, I was in one of those. Yeah. As a kid. What and, kind of MK Ultra shit did they put you through? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, they they gave us. Uh, and this is something that's true. They gave us IQ tests, which apparently is not kosher. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us a lot of psychological screening stuff. Um, they constantly tried to make us do stuff that was, and this is like an elementary school. They had us try to do like high school math, physics, and stuff like that. It was like really hard courses. It was the Texas Gifted and Talented program, uh, which they later drastically changed. But they, they did a lot of stuff that I think was like quasi illegal mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I i think because, you don't remember it properly yeah it's almost like i have trigger phrases and code anyways uh, moving on next movie is fear.com <laughs> fear.com that sounds like a horror movie that sounds it like was an, a horror movie another delta green movie oh yes it's a fucking cognito hazard type thing you go to the you go to fear.com i i, I like that idea but i i have something worse oh i have something far worse what it's about the dot-com era and the dot since com bubble it's about the dot com era but what it is is like you know there were all these dot com websites that were way ahead of their time it was yeah. stuff that you would find on amazon now that works now but back then nobody knew how to buy stuff online and that's why a lot of these failed but here's my idea fear.com was it's like one of those guys that owns one of those halloween costume shore stores that uh-huh. always like comes up and like yeah. abandoned like sears yeah and spirit stuff. of halloween yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you have the really shitty Halloween um, costume stores. Buys out the the Best Buy for like two months. The yeah. old abandoned Best Buy. Yeah. Okay. So you you have one of these Halloween stores, and he's like, "I'm got. Everyone else has got a dot com, Arby's dot com, everything dot com. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a website that'll scare your pants off, and it's like really." shitty early internet websites. Yeah, with like so, jump scares as you scroll down. Yes. Like it, pop-ups like <laughs> But it's jump scares, but they're really slow to load. So, <laughs> so like the first frame like ah, ah. And it's just rendering like, uh, you know, lines from the top. Yeah, that's too good. All right. We the, can only afford a server on 56k. <laughs> okay, the last the last one. Okay. The last movie is a real movie. I didn't believe this was a real movie. I had to look it up. The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia. Uh, what, huh? The Haunting in Connecticut The Haunting in two. Connecticut 2. Ghosts of Georgia. Okay, so the ghost, is there a town named Georgia in Connecticut? No. Okay, so, so it's, what the it's fuck? Connecticut, it's New England. There's some kind of like spooky <laughs> Lovecraft Stephen King shit going on. Okay, I'm on board. Uh, or did like ghosts from Georgia just move up there? Oh, yeah. Yes. So it's these people in Connecticut, and they have like Southern ghosts. Yeah, and, they have and, these Confederate ghosts that have just been touring up to fucking take vengeance on the goddamn nice Yankees. Bathroom. <laughs> oh no. Okay. No, I like that idea. Okay. And the, one of them's a Southern Bell. No, it's show. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. So there's a Confederate like battle site. And they do these Ghostbuster people come out and use technology. They're like some weird parapsychology. Te- technology. They're yeah, Delta no, Green. There's yeah, yeah, some yeah. weird parapsychology unit from MIT that's like 
they don't even know they're busting the ghosts. They come out to like fix this like weird gauss anomaly in this field. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we reset that. And it moves the ghosts out of the area and they end up at this school in Connecticut. And it's a college, an old college. And Miskatonic University. And there's southern ghosts. And everyone, everyone in the movie is freaking out about the ghost. They're like, I saw the ghost in the cafeteria. And the ghosts are as polite as can be. <laughs> well, hello there. Yeah. So, so well, people, hi. yeah. So yeah. there's like a ghost in the lunch line. And they're like, oh, what kind of grits do we have this morning? And they're like, oh, ghost. And it's like, well, that's not polite. I learned not to point my fingers at people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i had my heart set on navy bean soup <laughs> oh so no what i would do yeah even better what i would do is you have like one of the history lectures gets taken over by a confederate ghost. yeah it's like that's not said i just saying right i was there i should know well no your your diagrams are wrong for the battle of second manassas allow allow me to elucidate my opinion based on first-hand observation <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets his is is like oh People are freaking out except for one guy who's taking notes. He's like, yeah. can I cite you as a source? And he's like, yeah, Beauregard is the name. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, God, this was fun. Yeah. Okay, so uh, everyone listening out there, if you're thinking of writing in questions to the BPL podcast, uh, you can't anymore because it's on Anchor FM and you can leave voice messages. So next yeah. time we're going to take voice messages from people. But I have the last two questions that were written. I found them. These are the last two questions we will answer in written form in a very yeah. long time. Oh boy. So what he's basically saying is we will he will still read them emails no problem. We just won't be reading the emails over uh over this no, medium you're, anymore. You're, you're, you're going to have to go. It saves us a lot of time and it's also a lot cooler. We, we have jobs. Yeah, it's we, like yeah. as if you were calling in. Yeah, it's like you're calling in on a radio show. Yeah. It's a lot cooler, but it saves us a lot of time Yeah, uh, because we both have jobs that require a lot of work. So. And, and we want to we want to be able to do stuff uh, with you guys and I like the idea of just hearing someone else's voice because it makes more sense, especially since like yeah. A lot of the times people will send in a message we can't understand yeah, because, where they're coming from. Right. You can put your own you can put your own gusto in words. However, what do you do about people who don't have English as their first language? Well, practice. It's almost like you have infinite unlimited exposure to English media and English speakers to practice well, and that's, with. If you're listening to a podcast in English and yeah. the thing is is be brave. I mean, Goat speaks a few languages. Mm -hmm. I speak arguably pieces of other languages. I'm the same as that. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, oh, yes. But so, yeah, just just don't be afraid. If English isn't your first fucking language, just call in anyways. French, it, it, French is a dead language. French is a dead language. Yes. Yeah. Star Trek told us that. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> first one is anonymous. What is in heart attack mashed potatoes? Um, heart attack mashed cheese. Potato. The yeah. end. It's not, <laughs> yeah, not even potatoes. It's no, no potatoes. Just blocks and blocks of cheese. Okay. It's it's red potatoes. Oh. <sighs> Several kinds Where? of cheese. Where? What? Where are the potatoes? At the bottom. Because um, <laughs> I stick it in there and I'm like, mm, I love this American cheddar. No. It's just a giant cube of cheese. No, it's it's several kinds of cheese. <laughs> uh, red potatoes with skins on. Mm -hmm. Garlic butter. Uh, and seasoning. And and a little bit of cream. And if you whip. Seasoning? What, what kind of seasoning? I'm, cheese. No. It, you're going to have to figure that out. 
But I also put in uh, chives and yes. as well, I whip it until it's the consistency of almost whipped cream. So that's that's yes. the thing. Yes, you it's, don't want it to be too, too, too thick because then it becomes like glue. Yeah, you, you want it to be something that can be a nice accompaniment to gravy and meat. Yes. So that's, that's that. Um, the next one is from the worst historian. The last question we're going to answer. Via text. Uh, I apologize for not adding my paragraph or preamble in the last email. Text, thank you for being that whiskey-saturated messenger of chaos and mayhem. May you and the BPL live on and live strong. You bring a smile to my face in these dark times. So he asks, what do you think would be the ideal emergency yeet seat gun? That is to say the emergency survival gun you have when you get ejected. It's strapped to a yeet seat. That's of a size require. That's of a size limitation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or or your leg or whatever. But it says, would you want something capable of doing damage to a mech? Low impulse recoil laser like a modern PDW, something that is super compact and folds out like a PP90, or would you go 1980s and go wheel gun with laser sight and speed loader? Oh uh, no, <laughs> I, I'm definitely going 357 mag because. Uh, I think if you yeet seat out and your last gun's battery explodes on the way down or whatever, it's kind of it's going to be kind of a fight. But you know, you, you hit the ground hard with your yeet seat or get stuck in a tree. That that fucking wheel gat's going to still work at the end of the day. All right. So my my idea is, if you're ejecting and you think you're going to fight a mech once you've ejected out, no, that's not going to happen. No, unless the yeet seat gun is just angry Plato. Unless the <laughs> Unless the yeet seat gun, or unless the yeet seat flies into a mech, you're not going to do jack shit. So the idea of a yeet seat is you should punch out. The enemy is not going to be trying to chase down and fight the shit out of you once you've ejected out. Yeah, the mechs aren't going to look at you. That's for the ground troops. Yeah, Except for that time you did that when we played Battletech uh, Battle Tabletop that one time. You yeah, kicked texted. me into the moon. <laughs> I did kick you into the moon because you're a dirty clanner. And then, so. you, fell, and then you fell over. Yeah, yes, and then- <laughs> Yeah, he so, fell over trying to kick him. That was funny. It was great. It was so, like Charlie Brown. Yeah. So um, here's here's my idea. They're not going to fuck with you. The other mechs are not going to fight you. At this point, your objective <laughs> is to survive and evade enemy contact. So I would say the point is something light enough to where you're not encumbered. Like, oh, I got to grab my rifle and all this other stuff. It should be light. It should be short range. And it should be high knockdown power. Yeah. So I would say the biggest fucking 44 Magnum you can get and maybe with an extendable wire stock or something goofy, you know, just something to where it's like, if something's within 25 yards of you, you kill it. Yeah. I was going to say something more like a VSS Ventura, something with suppression on it. That would be nice. Um, that's another option. The other one I was going to say is a 4570 carbine. Of course you would. Yeah. No, a 4570 carbine, like a guy in power armor, you could still put a hole in him probably. Yeah. Or you have... Uh, you know, wild animals, heaven forbid, like you ejecting oh, on in the battle, woods. Oh, in Battletech? They yeah. never talk about the wild animals, but there are books that do. And yeah, 5.56 some... five, five, is not going to stop a dinosaur, but if you go on... Uh, <laughs> or like a Hummer or something. Yeah, yeah. but a 45.70 would be nice. You don't have to worry about magazines or anything else. They have like squirrels the size of bears in Battletech, yeah. and you're like, I don't want to fuck with that. I'd be more concerned about wild animals at that point, because yes. it, it, I would say a 45.70 Because you, can, you carbine, can predict troops, but if a fucking... 500 pound squirrel comes charging at you what are you gonna do that and the infantry is probably busy fighting other infantry and mechs they're not gonna chase you yeah if you're, you're a running, mech especially if you're a mercenary they're not they don't, unless they're Karita, they don't give a fuck no they're just gonna be like oh look the guy bailed out that's it so yeah. so like, ah, fuck you 4570 that's money they don't want to spend trying to kill somebody a, a 4570 carbine or a shotgun i mean yeah. just something that's close range relatively compact and high power yeah 
I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and if you're going to try to take on another mech after you've ejected, you got to have explosives or knowledge of what the other mech's internals are like so you know what to do. Because if you start climbing at that thing, proximity alerts are just going to start going off on this mech. And he's going like, to feel like uh, somebody's climbing up his leg and he's going to start shaking. Or he's going <laughs> to activate the A-pods and just blow you to pieces. Yes. So here's... Yeah. So <laughs> Dick I, gun activate. Whoop, whoop. That or he'll treat you like a hacky sack. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Just <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're not you're not gonna do well. No. So at any rate, that wraps that podcast up. Remember to uh, send this podcast out wide to as many places as you can on the internet. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Downvote it? They actually can. Exactly actually, on Apple. Hold, hold on, Apple. Apple isn't podcast people. Black Pants Legion. Hold on. Well, let's we, see if we've been shadow manned. Uh, hold on. Have uh, we been shadow banned? We have 42 rankings at five stars. Oh, nice. Holy shit. Thanks, guys. Holy shit. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay, let's... You know what? If you if you do well on, on Apple, uh, then that means something? I guess. Okay. So people on... I guess what it would mean is uh, more people would notice you on Apple until somebody at Apple listens to it and goes, oh, hell no. And okay, we're going <laughs> to... We're, we're going to read... We're going to read the most recent four ones. Okay. Okay. Okay, this one is from Just Mutant Jed. Oh, hey, Jed. One of the two current extant BPL podcasts. This is the better of them. <laughs> Tex and his compatriots in the titular Black Pants Legion discuss games, memes, movies. And he says episode 20 is a scream. And life. The banter and jokes are lively and comforting. Make your life more tolerable for a bit. Wow. Next is from Squick. Thank you, Jed. Yeah. Next is from Squick Vexation. Five stars. Oh, hey, Squicks. Yeah, yeah, he's always on our streams. The ideal listen for people who like to hear things that are good. Without being too specific, allow me to simply state that your ears require this podcast to function. From stompy robots to well-spoken hosts and delightfully strange topics, this has been a delight. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, from Max underscore 31. Finally, text Mike and the BPL crew. So happy to see you on Apple Podcasts. Love listening to the meanderings and all the different topics you guys cover. A must listen for me each week. And lastly, from Sarpedon, one, two, three, four. Fear is the mind killer. BPL is salvation. I stumble through life without purpose or meaning. Those around me fill me with trash. They look down upon me as if I were nothing. But... In a distant corner of the city, I am sent to investigate a pirate radio broadcast. I, as I get closer, the signal gets stronger. As it gets stronger, the message becomes more understandable. I am told not to listen to the nonsense they say, but their words compel me. They have meaning. I begin to feel I could have meaning. Purpose, even. And as I round the corner, I see a van with elaborate wizard art on the side of it and a ramshackle antenna fixed to its top. And on that antenna, flapping defiantly in the breeze, appears to be what seems to be a pair of perfectly starched black <laughs> I have found my quarry, but then something else stirs in me. I am torn between duty and honor. Is it the sight before me? The pair perfectly creased pants the wizard painted on the side of the van casting fireball is it the words of the broadcasters that have wormed their way into my psyche i do not know but in that moment i have made a choice a choice that would completely change my life and give me meaning and purpose i turned without another thought knocking over my empty fiesta pails left over from the previous <laughs> night's feast the smell of coffee and booze wafting its way into my helmet from the street below i turn off my comms channel with command 
turn up the volume on the pirate radio feed and lay in a new nav point. The Berkeley Public Library. <laughs> that was excellent. Must be eliminated. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Before there can only be one BPL. <laughs> wait, no, stop. I not have Berkeley. made my choice. <laughs> they filled me with trash. I will fill them with lead, for I have seen the way, and I am the Urban Mech. Hey, no, go go to the library That's, and read a book. Don't. It's pull okay. It it'll take. It's an Urban Mech. It'll take them fucking months to get to Berkeley. Yeah, they'll have time to evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> they drive at like twenty five miles an hour. Um, it, it, don't go to Berkeley to to just go read a book there. Fill it up with farts because you're sitting there reading so much that you just start farting the place up. Just do that. A saying gas Berkeley. <laughs> Sure, if you're if you're a really gassy person and you're reading a lot of books in Berkeley, go for it, man. Books need love, libraries need love. Don't blow them up. Yeah, support your local library. But no, that, that was that was a fine bit of role play. Absolutely. Yeah. They filled me with trash. I filled <laughs> them, them with lead. That was Classic. A, that was a good Classic. one. Good. That means probably like what, fifteen years old now? Yeah. That meme's almost old enough to drive. Uh, so, so what are you gonna do now? What, what, what are we? What's happening? It's time to end the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Great. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully next podcast. This is the uh, mid of December, so hopefully you guys are enjoying. Or is this New Year's? All I want for, for Christmas, Christmas is yeah. Uh, yeah stay safe out there. Don't travel if you can help it. Um, stay at home. Your family still loves you. Hopefully, maybe I don't know. Just uh, do what I do. They pretend I don't exist. Like video. Go play video games. Go play some video games. Yeah. Take care, guys. Ah. Uh.